Welcome to Fresh Off The Block. Namaskara Bengaluru. What a happy note to start this podcast on. Welcome to yet another episode of Fresh Off The Block. And I'm super pleased to announce that we've made a huge new signing today. And we're going to announce it in just a bit. But before that, say hello to Rakesh Hardass. Wow! And we have with us Nishit. What's up, what's up? And we are welcoming back Nitin Fernandez. What's no? up, everyone? And then our new big signing, Anup Menon. Hey. What a huge signing this is, guys. <laughs> Clearly, we're all excited. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't, have, we couldn't have had a better start to this championship edition of Fresh of the Block. The first ever championship edition for Fresh of the Block. Anyway, guys. How was the mood after the after the party kicked off yesterday? Oh, still still hungover after still the celebrations. Hungover. But that's that's, that's a default every day, position. Every day for you. <laughs> coming rich, <laughs> rich coming from fun and coke. <laughs> fun of fun. How does it feel to be champions of the hockey super cup? <laughs> <laughs> but what a match it was last night. Absolutely. I mean, what a complete performance. The last two performances. <laughs> no, absolutely. And uh, Anup, uh, how, how, how was the celebration for you? No, more than the celebration, I was mighty relieved oh, that okay. we got a cup mm-hmm. finally. And I was, uh, I was really happy uh, that we, we could get that trophy in place. So uh, more than anything else, relief was the world. Did that fear ever cross your mind, Nishit, that what if we lose yet another final? Uh, it was because uh, the way we started, we we really, uh, it showed that we really wanted to win this. Uh, the wound of losing the final was evident for uh, Chetri, Roka. Everybody really wanted to win this because we came so close. We were top of the table and we still lost. So we wanted to channel our disappointment or energy to winning this. And uh, we won it. So I think it was a relief for a lot of fans and a lot of players. Does this does this make up for that uh, really bitter loss at the hands of Chennai in, uh, in the final, Raki? No, it doesn't. Uh, but uh, again, in That's a... That's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it doesn't, but uh, in a country obsessed with cups, I mean, correct. we should really show this to the world to say that, okay, this is the best team in India. So... And uh, this is really the best team that we have had in the most in the five years, so they really deserve the cup. And uh, even though so, Anu, no, uh, is it is it significant only to the extent that okay now we have our winning a trophy every season record intact, or does it mean more than that? No, I think a little bit more than that also. Uh, mm. Although I do believe that it's not that significant a trophy in its uh, in our history. Sure. But it is probably a validation that this team is good. Mm. And mm. probably the entire thing about choking in the final, etc. And you just have put it behind you. Because you defeated you know, East Bengal. And then you defeated Mohan sure. Bagan. And these are not small teams to defeat. So I think it's a validation of the team's quality. Yeah, uh, that's a, a good point. Because uh, in knockout tournament, the mentality required to win a knockout tournament is different. Uh, then you need to win the league, not our league, but a good league. So uh, you cannot afford even a single loss. And we managed to do that by defeating second, third and fourth position teams in I-League. 
they are really good teams that they have brought and we still managed to beat all of them convincingly and won so that's a big morale booster and that's a good validation of this team's capability sure so for no is it a fair tag for bengaluru fc this is whole choking thing because we haven't really choked yeah, a lot choked. someone who's followed us for the last 5 years mm-hmm. everyone knows how clutch we are we have won a trophy every season Correct. now and so yeah you can't call us chokers or whatever plus yeah. plus this is so, ultimate peaking right we have so beaten we've beaten uh, every team we've beaten we faced. every team that we faced this yes. season, this season. Yes. plus We've beaten Mohan Bagan in East Bengal in the semis and the finals. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's as clutch as it gets. Absolutely, agreed. So let's dive into the match, guys. Uh, uh, do we? Uh, how do we feel about that? Gurpreet uh, should it red card? Not a red card. Made contact. Didn't make contact. So. So when it started, uh, when I saw the first, uh, uh, when I saw it in real time, I was a little bit confused by the card mm-hmm. because. Uh, First of all, that Johnson was not involved, so he should not have been uh, given a yellow card, which was later retracted as well. So that was a good decision. That first, at first, I felt there was no touch, and if there was no touch, there should not have been a card. And uh, if there was a touch, it should have been a red card because Gurpreet was the last defender. But when I saw the replay, I thought that yellow card was fair because when the uh, boot brushed Croma, uh, it was very just a feather touch or very last minute touch. It did not. Uh, affect his ball handling capability, or it did not throw him away. So I think yellow card was fair in that sense. So Anup, was it? Uh, do you agree with it? Was it uh, a case of any contact just merits a red? No, I don't subscribe to that philosophy. It it is at that point of time in the context of the game, in the context of how where the other players are. So even if Gurpreet was technically the last man, there was Johnson along with him. So sure. it was not that Kroma had a clear. run on goal even after that mm. so and i i feel that referees have the right to make a decision at that point of time without being bound by a lot of these rules if i can take an analogy the michael oliver incident in the champions league but in the context of that particular game and where it was against um juventus i don't think it was a penalty right so but he followed the letter right we would so, say that's a penalty Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 Gurpreet is playing with fire. I mean, yeah. it's it's a lucky escape because he tried this couple of times in the ISL as well. But I think there is a mistake in the technique of what he's doing. Fair enough. Uh, moving on to the goal, the Chroma goal, Bake uh, screwed up. Do we agree? Not really. No. no. Gurpreet. Yeah. Gurpreet screwed up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He was not decisive in, enough with his punch. Okay. And he so, tried to punch the ball, uh, and after that, I think. After that, it was all of a sudden because ball landed directly on feet of Kroma. So very good there finish. are yeah, it was a very good finish. He tried his best and he landed on a goal. It would have landed anywhere. It was a fluke in that sense, but it got him a goal. So I think once the uh, the moment Gurpreet failed to clear the ball, it it majorly lands on uh, his column in terms of faults. Uh, there there are things that we could have done the last moment, but 
it i think majorly it goes to gurpreet maybe and also maybe because patalu was slow to cover the post mm. maybe but uh, again uh, if that goal helped us come back and score four so not only the semis and finals even against gokulam we were sleeping with <laughs> when they scored and you know, we woke up only in the second half and miko and udanda played brilliantly to get us back into the game so the theme of the entire tournament for us was that teams if you want to beat us let us score <laughs> <laughs> yeah early also yeah but what about that bk goal anu brilliant header brilliant header brilliant header. and and redemption because chroma was marking bk and <laughs> bk <laughs> left him for dead and and he a yeah, good placement as well placement power while he was falling over Correct. so that Balls. that was pure desire and, uh, I and did know, he celebrate he didn't he didn't celebrate he didn't celebrate he didn't celebrate he, he, he didn't. credit to him he didn't celebrate bk in bowa mm. absolutely uh, but one thing i wanted to point out and this hasn't been discussed enough in my opinion absolutely dirty play by gurvinder uh, mm. i mean the number of times udanta was fouled i am i was surprised that man was still on the pitch it was it was a really dirty play and it was not just once it happened again and again then there was so much uh, that is stuff going on that on that wing it, it was clearly a plan right that Udanta always provided assists because he was faster, and that's how we have overcome a lot of teams during Super Cup also. So Gurinder was really tackling him so, bad, and I am I am surprised he got away with it. But mm. you are saying Khalid Jamil had a plan? Yeah, it's, it's clearly <laughs> Khalid Jamil master plan written all over. Oh, so that means Bhumik Subhash Bhumik was wrong. Ah, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 that's a. different but, discussion but, <laughs> but uh, no jokes apart uh, uh, it it was a very dirty performance and uh, this is a recurring pattern we've been seeing with east bengal teams anup i think east bengal have been like that from a long time beat the mehtabs or the others who have played there they've always been physically very very dominant uh, and they they try to win games doing that so mm. i think it's the dna of the club speaking of dirty ferno that should there even be a debate about the red card that they uh, got no clear red every day of the week yeah <laughs> so i mean i i have seen a lot of east bengal fans try, talking about it uh, on, that could on, have on been yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it was clearly while it yeah. was meant to be violent yeah. in, in my mind there is no doubt about it because it is not first of all it's not involuntary as in i can understand action being taken to tackle the ball or fin the ball back this is not it's a deliberate uh, because same thing like gurpreet he lost his mind and uh, punched the opposition player for, with no intention of uh, uh, there is no game and even before it. the punch he actually went uh, i mean he actually went a kick that he missed and it's probably that frustration that uh, in that frustration he punched uh, so bashish uh clear red i mean who's no, no, no debate about yeah, it and fortunately a referee was just there he saw everything what was going on he was like probably 5 feet away from the incident Correct. so the referee had a clear view what's going on so it's straight red no 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 debate there in my opinion sure and uh, after that uh, you know after we scored after we came back in the second half uh east bengal just completely lost it like was it was it uh, really was it really sad to see a team like east bengal not even trying to attack they just sat back and it's almost like they accepted the fate huh? uh, 
No, there's nothing. I don't feel anything is sad about East Bengal. <laughs> no, I think everything is sad about okay, East Bengal. So maybe, I, maybe, maybe I use the wrong word. Was it pathetic to see the way they were playing? It's the final. Show some fight. Even yeah. if you're 10 men. Uh, I I don't know it's sad but it's it's ironic at least the way they were tackling our players doing the physical play the whole intent seeing that they wanted to throw us off our rhythm and in the end they got thrown off their rhythm and uh, probably poetic justice that it was gurvinder who ended up conceding penalty right. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, again I don't know what he was thinking his hand is above his head absolutely so he he did lose the plot and all but take nothing away from the goals that we scored mm. the yeah. that miku goal you want to talk through that aki miku goal uh, the ball from perez yes. what a ball and then the shimi from miku and then the shot mm. i repeat miku is my top five, top five, in the top 5 foreign players to have ever played in india played but, but, a, played but, a full league but is he better than koro <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who is asking. Is it Kanan or is it Bomik? <laughs> uh, and and uh, I know we are running out of superlatives uh, for now, but yet another brilliant performance from Chetri. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like you said, we are running out of words now. We have used every word in the dictionary to describe him. And uh, yeah, another in the semis. He's, what a goal that was! Another and day, then, another Chetri yeah, masterclass. Again, he steps up and scores two goals. Yeah, so the probably the uh, uh, there are surrounded by tallest man, and he's the one. Exactly. He came in from behind too. <laughs> yes. Like it was the 90th minute or so of yeah, the match, no, yeah, no, and no. he showed his intent. He, the other player, the East Bengal defender, was just standing there. And he showed intent to get there and hit it. That is not even a desperate situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were we had wrapped it up. Yeah. But that's where you guys think Chetri is more clutch than Sachin Tendulkar. Let's not get there because he is he performs in those matches. Correct. I mean, he is made for the big stage. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I, I find I find uh, such analogies utterly tiring and pointless. But. Uh, about chetri what i can say is that yes because there's no other comparison to chetri in india right <laughs> fair enough yeah. no, I, so i don't know about clutch but uh, if you see both the goals uh, even in semi final and final he scored were where we were comfortable leading, leading we could have just set back right and sure. defend the ball uh, but he he had that hunger to score that okay let's get one more goal in Correct. and uh, bury this game there, there was another moment in the second half against east bengal when i think we launched a lot of players up front only the four four defenders were behind mm. and then suddenly east bengal got on the counter immediately yes, and chetri was the first yes. guy to reach back <laughs> yes, yes yes he joined the first it was four on four mm. chetri was the guy who ran back first the and he was the oldest guy yeah. among the yeah. top six yeah, yeah. Yeah, the left flank was empty, yeah, and yeah, he, he covered that back. That showed uh, his commitment. Anup, what about that second half performance uh, in, from the from the BFC midfield? Because I ask this question because of two reasons. One, uh, our midfield hasn't been exactly at its best in the, uh, especially after Dima's injury, right? Secondly, there was a moment when Parthulu was substituted, and in the past uh, couple of times, Roka has. um made these mistakes with substitutions that have proven costly when parthalu was taken off for no fault of his he was yeah. having a very good game yeah. uh and he was when he was replaced with someone like tony uh especially with the likes of katsumi and amna in the opposition midfield 
did you for a moment worry that maybe this is not a smart substitution so um, to to answer this i'll have to go to the last season sure when we had lot of these kind of substitutions and i think one of the biggest uh, criticisms that we as fans used to have of roka was his substitutions none of us could really get a grip on why he is bringing on somebody and even in isl in the early part the chennai match chennai match Home where game. he he took off jono he took off sometimes yonan and all of that yeah. and got somebody i understand his intent but it sometimes it many times backfired but over the latter half of the season it has always worked hmm. and when tony came on for eric i was i have to admit i was like this is a huge mistake sure um, i did not think that eric should have been taken off sure uh, but i i mean after that tony played well and perez played well and i still can't believe how we do- with that midfield we dominated katsumi and amma <laughs> yeah, even i i still can't wrap my head around that i think i think even eric was pretty pissed when he was taken yeah, yeah. off yeah, yeah. i don't right. think he was happy at all and it, yeah. and, and it showed he was he was surprised he was shocked that he was taken off and there's a reason for that if you see in the first half alarna was kind of subdued because of eric, eric. bartolo mm. being in space the two times that eric was not in alarna's face he took a swipe at goal once the second time he mm. actually uh, you know crossed the ball and then that led to the goal actually mm. yeah. uh, and and i think eric had every right to be pissed off he didn't mm. do much wrong but it's just one of those days when tony Lenny and Perez. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I completely agree with the decision of bringing in Tony. I was just surprised that it was at the uh, expense of Eric and not Perez. Not Perez. So it was surprising in that sense. I I knew that inevitably Tony was going to come in considering his performance in semis. But it was just a surprise that he replaced Eric. Now, if you notice the stream of uh, Roka's thought, he replaces Eric quite often. That is primarily because when he sees the opponents. on the back foot and mm. and they were 10 men down so they knew they wouldn't attack True. so much so mm-hmm. he didn't need so much of a defensive formation right. so he said okay i'll uh, bring the attacking uh, bring yeah. in an attacking midfielder mm. um, but still i think east bengal could have done much better i think they lost it in their heads yeah. once mm. they got went man down and i think roka took advantage of that i and, think and then they resorted to dirty ta- tactics yeah, which is, i think I that's think, where they uh, lost i don't think they resorted that's what their game plan from yeah. the i think one, to one thing all of us are neglecting is if we're talking about fitness yeah. like when bfc mm. went down to yeah. 10 men and this is very important when you consider the weather in bhubaneswar uh, when bfc went to 10 men still we controlled the game we came back strongly but the other team maybe they couldn't live up live with 10 men they couldn't play the entire yeah, match so, yeah, so at the same speed yeah so not just 10 men so i think rakesh talked about it in the last episode yeah. i think we all of us did that uh, uh, props to our medical, medical team or our training regimen everything uh, it was evident even in the likes of mohan bagar and east bengal that okay they were not like gokulam where they were uh, going down like uh, house of cards but still you you could see that they are at they are not at their optimum Correct. and we took and, the advantage of that and i'm sure i mean uh, orissa is a lucky ground for us but i am sure none of the players want to go back and play that because it is inhuman <laughs> especially at 4 pm inhuman according to some of the words coming especially after no running so much and then you call it a hockey tournament <laughs> obviously <laughs> no yeah, that is that is evident in uh, 
the way Miku was playing, right? right? Like he did not run as much as he does because, of course, it's like adverse conditions and everything. Right. And and also uh, the the important thing to note is we had just two days to recover after the semi final. Mm. Mm. Semi final that we played with ten men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had two days to recover and then we come back and then we see Chetri running in and scoring a headed goal at ninetieth odd minute. Uh, that's a huge credit to our, uh, you know, the team working behind the team. And also, Chetri's training as well. Of course. Yes. And then BFC uploaded a video of him training the very next morning in the gym. So let's just say that all the Bali vacations are well deserved. <laughs> <laughs> and Roka did mention that all of this, fitness and all of this is because of their pre-season Spain. Mm. So Indian clubs who usually don't give so much of an importance to pre-season, now should because see the results and not every club who goes to Spain <laughs> I mean you can go to yeah, so go to Spain to train as well yeah. and, and probably chill as well yeah, so there is there is no magic formula in Spain Correct. so yeah it is just the methods that yeah, not, to, not to not to I, I want to I want to stay on uh, one point here that is Miku uh let's let's rewind to the ISL final mm-hmm. he comes out and he says what he said about uh, wages and another offer and all of that and that sure. got a lot of fans talking and then we saw a Miku at the Super Cup final where Perez misses a header he comes he charges in he grabs Perez pulls him back mm. on his feet kisses him kisses him <laughs> and he was all passion on the pitch Correct. isn't he yeah. like he, maybe he, he thought it was Ed Sheeran <laughs> <laughs> that's only way he's getting that close <laughs> No, but uh, but a different great. Miku. So that is the highest level of professionalism that I think every player should look up to. And also a team man. It, it's not just mm. about professionalism. It's about the genuine joy, joy of playing with a bunch mm. of lads and uh, taking uh, you know I'm deriving a lot of joy out of the team success because exactly. you see uh, after semi final he took Manu to the post match. Oh, right. right. Was it was a class. Class. Right. Uh, and, and, and also and also he was. He kept that best player tournament award with him. I mean, he, after every picture, after every Instagram story, he, he, still, it he still had it with him. Yes. He was carrying it to the bus. I mean, <laughs> in the last uh, the Instagram video where we saw them yeah. drinking beer, he had it with him. I mean, it's not the first time that he's won something like this. He's won many things. He's a Venezuela starter. But uh, if this means a world to him, proper... Yeah. Predator, proper yeah, professional, yes, yeah. completely agree. So, not just uh, that, there were so many brilliant moments uh, in that Mohan Bagan game, Nishit. Uh, mm. uh, it was, I mean, given that, given the quality of play, mm. there, there was a lot for us to take away from the game. Yeah, so especially the second goal that uh, Tony, Tony had a free kick just outside the box and it was surprising that Mohan Bagan players deserted him and then they were starting to take position or going away and uh, Tony had a moment he quickly started the ball and gave it to Miku and Miku finished it so that is that shows the presence uh, uh, presence of mind that we so if we notice if we take a free kick there is always typically one player who is standing in front of the ball so that these kind of things don't happen to us okay. so that was a moment of brilliance we saw the window and we took the chance and in fact even as Miku was making that run Watson was still complaining to the referee. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fan- fantastic. Uh, uh, so thank you, it. thank you, Agent Watson. <laughs> <laughs> it's elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> Pay attention to freaking. Who needs Sherlock? <laughs> <laughs>
no, but uh, great game awareness from the players. But yeah. also the fact that both those goals came in such quick succession. Yeah, identical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miku loves that across the goal finish. Yeah. Even yeah. against Kerala Blasters. Against Blasters. Yeah. That was he a great finish. One. He yeah. missed one. He missed one and then yeah. there's just enough window oh. to do that and he does that. Exactly. He yeah. does that. It's yeah. a beautiful yeah. finish. Right more often than not. But uh, also that pass from Perez. Fantastic. Oh yeah, for the first goal to yeah. release Udanta on the right side. That yeah. changed the match basically. What what a ball that was. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Udanta's pace of course did the rest. But fantastic st- uh, stuff all around. So Mohan Bagan match was one of my favourite matches because that showed character, that showed sacrifice, that showed, you know, game awareness, everything. Yeah. Which so, is... Which is BFC in a whole. Which is BFC, yes. Uh, but I want to come back to this man and, and I mean, you know, at the risk of making this podcast sound like one long Chetri wanking uh, <laughs> show, uh, his gesture to hand the ball to Miku mm. so that he could get the penalty. I mean, it's not the first time this has happened, let's be honest, but it's still a great gesture. Indeed. Correct. And so yeah, so uh, based on uh, what BFC team said that it was his reaction was of course, of course, right? So yeah, when uh, of because course it's yours. yeah, of course it's yours because he had he was he had already done two wonderful goals and it was his moment to get yeah, a hat trick. So uh, there was no doubt in Chetri's mind that it obviously it should be the Miku. And also we've we've on record I mean heard Chetri saying that he is just enjoying to play with Miku, who he mm. thinks is the best mm. player. That he's played with, so he's still. I mean, we can see that excitement, like. But Anup, uh, staying with Chetri, it's not a one-off, is it? His his gesture during the celebration to 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 hand over the armband to Johnson, letting him take the trophy. What a what a brilliant gesture it is. Yeah, yeah. Chetri has always been a statesman, mm. right? And he he knows these moments. See, many a times people in the in the euphoria of the moment don't think about all of these things. But this guy is able to parallelly think about all of these things and take this entire thing along. That's pure leadership qualities and, you know, Chetri for president. <laughs> <laughs> Chetri for president, yes. yes. And we need a statue of his outside Kantirava. Yeah. Even better at Bangalore International Airport. <laughs> uh, but to rename it. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but uh, uh, while while speaking about John Johnson, a legend is leaving the club. Uh, uh, two minute uh, silence for Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let let's start with you, Ferno. Uh, a word on John Johnson's five years with uh, BFC. I mean, he's been one of the key players for BFC throughout. I mean, there's three goals in three matches at the start of the 2013-14 season. That set the tone. Yes. Like watch to come. Johnson started it and even the first game against Mohan Bagan although we drew that 1-1 he was immense in that game he was a beast yeah he was immense so and from there he set the mark and whatever BFC has become today was on the back of what happened in those first 3-4 games and you know what's the most beautiful thing about it that one season there were two brilliant English central defenders in India one was Jono and the other one was Kalamangas for Pune FC and Kalamanga somehow just faded away after that and Jono just kept getting better and better. No, as as uh, Pradyum Reddy pointed out in the tweet uh, yesterday, that forwards win you matches, uh, defenders win you tournaments. Absolutely. Right? And I think all the success, trophy success that BFC has seen has been on defensive solidity 
and that primarily is led by Johnson, right? Uh, when Osano was there, Osano and Johnson, and then when Yuanan came in, then Yuanan and Johnson. Johnson has been a constant. It's going to be quite difficult. In fact, in fact, I remember in the first season, and this was one of my criticisms of Chetri in the first season, in the first few games, uh, even though Chetri was the captain, every time a decision would go against us, Jonah would run ba- from the back to actually remonstrate yeah, with yeah, the referee, yeah. while Chetri would be standing in one corner with his hand on his hips. Right? <laughs> so, you know, it, it made me wonder why, I mean, of course, after that, Chetri just uh, turned out to be an exceptionally good leader, but uh, right from the word go, Jono was professionalism personified. Yeah. So, Johnson was the first captain, right? Yes. Or yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. absolutely. See, yeah. the, the fact that we have only two players left from the first season, uh, Sunil Chetri and John Johnson, that says a lot about the man, right? About and his also, consistency. he came to BFC when he was 25. I mean, that mm. was peak. He gave five years. That's half a decade. To mm. India, that's 25. He's almost 29 now. Mm. He's still capable of you know going to a, a Thai league or a Singapore league or any league. I think that's that's something that I think exemplary service. I mean, one of the true servants of the game. Actual legends. Actual, yeah. one, of the, actual one of the actual legends. We uh, should have a testimonial for it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I think he deserves a farewell. I mean, so does Ralde. Uh, anybody, I mean, who's worn that shirt. But uh, Johnson is a bit... I'm at loss for words. Yeah, there, there, are, there are players, there are, there are greats, uh, there are legends. But Johnson is an emotion. Yeah, right? absolutely. Uh, and on that note, let's move on. Uh, Oh, speaking about the overall, uh, you know, Super Cup, uh, there was this whole, it was built to be this ISL versus I-League mm-hmm. thing. Do you think eventually we ended up looking like UN peacekeepers or something in the <laughs> sense that we've sort of kept the peace because I-League is happy to claim us as one of their own. <laughs> ISL is also happy to claim us as one of their own. <laughs> so I think us winning it was actually maintaining law and order. But uh, my only takeaway from this tournament is that we were able to beat Mohan Bagani's Bengal. So my, mm. so my take, my only take is that this is a fun tournament because I love a good knockout tournament to kick off the season or to end the season. That's all there is to it. Otherwise, whatever, if it's a so-called war, like most of the war, it is meaningless. <laughs> but uh, uh, it is a fun tournament and you should take it from there. We have already discussed that why this should not be considered as I-League versus ISL because of scheduling factor, this, that, budgets, everything. It's a fun tournament should be taken as that. I don't, uh, the fact that ISL team has won it or XI League team has won it, uh, there is nothing, but the best team has won it, that's all there is to it in my opinion. Another thing is that the I League teams have performed way better than... No doubt about that, yeah. uh, It's a... What was said about them, right? So, so, so on that point, uh, I mean, I've always maintained that uh, Mm. Super Cup is a useless tournament. Uh, it became relevant to me only because we got to play a lot of our I-League rivals. Mm. But uh, I, I want to uh, focus on that point, that the, the one that Raki brought up just now. I-League teams uh, have finally uh, you know, been able to convince some of the ISL uh, clubs who were sitting in their ivory towers and thinking that they are really good, they are better than the rest and all of that, uh, that you know they are not to be uh, brushed off given that 
they operate at a fraction of the ISL budget. Okay. Uh, most of their players were taken away by ISL clubs, okay. right? In spite of that, uh, most ISL clubs found it tough against uh, high league opposition. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And some of some memorable matches, the Kerala Blasters was a Naroka match. They came back to from two nil oh, yeah. down to win three two, and then Shillong uh, versus Pune. Shilong versus Pune. Sure. So, Fano, quick question: Is there a strong case uh, to integrate this knockout tournament along with the regular league season? Uh, given that you know there is no significance to the Super Cup actually. Yeah, I think uh, we should. I mean, they should make it more interesting. Like you should have home matches, like a home team playing home at the home game, game. or like mm-hmm. FA Cup yes. at someone's home, like luck of the draw, whatever. So I mean that will be more helpful for like the crowd, for teams, fans. Now everyone has to travel to Odisha. Correct. <laughs> or a neutral venue. A neutral venue, was. yeah. And it's like a boot camp, isn't it? Like twenty-one day boot camp, yeah. uh, featuring <laughs> all these players. But great credit to Roka and uh, Anup. Uh, should that also give us reason to panic now because we are not hearing about that contract extension? I'm panicking since <laughs> <laughs> last night already. Okay. Uh, more than losing any player, losing the coach, and along with him the staff. Is a big setback. Hmm. So I am, I'm, I'm praying every day that uh, we hear something positive on the contract extension. But his body language yesterday was, I think, the biggest uh, indication to many people saying that he might be leaving soon. But I don't. But know. that's just conjecture, right? Because yeah. if you were to read such signs, Roka also said yesterday that mm. his aim is to win get win back win into the AFC Cup final and win it, mm. right? Uh, which means that it could also be interpreted as him. And also, and also, the confusing part here is a lot of Spanish players have extended, like Juanan, yeah. mm. Dimas, uh, Dimas, which I think was the most tricky uh, extension. Uh, and Roca could have played a part in it. And also, Roca came out after the ISL finals and said Miku is staying. Mm. So for these high-profile players to stay, I think they need to trust in the system and trust the coach. Uh, in this case, I don't see any push from one side. There is no clear uh, winning for for either side. Here, it's see any particular opinion uh, for uh, or strong reason for Roka to leave or strong reason for club to let him leave. Plus, plus, plus. Uh, as we speak, Mandar Tamhane just checked in at the Barcelona airport. Anyway, so all all we are saying, BFC management, uh, we are having a good moment here. We are celebrating here. Please don't pee on our parade. <laughs> Wrap it up. We want Roka to stay. And and uh, if if Roka is listening to this, uh, please stay. And please give us one year. We want that ISL trophy. Yeah, and, and yeah. And AFC. Yeah, get us AFC Cup. And then you're free to go wherever. Chip the ball for one more year. And his name can be Jesus Christ also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's not giving anything. But, yeah. uh, and, and now, uh, in case, uh, you know, we we're all wondering about the withdrawal symptoms that will ine- inevitably come in uh, because of the end of the domestic season. Uh, I have good news. We have the second division going on. And uh, there's a lot of good news coming in from the second division camp. Uh, we are undefeated so far. Uh, in fact, today we beat Trau, which is a team from Manipur, 2-1. So, uh, we're, we're doing pretty well and we have some very interesting home games coming in. Uh, 
And Raki, you actually watched a couple of those home games. And uh, there's this one player that we were all extremely bullish about a couple of seasons ago. Uh, and then he had a long-term injury. That's Bidya. BFC actually took a gamble by uh, agreeing to rehabilitate him uh, and, you know, you know, taking care of his injury and all. That was that was a leap of faith. And from what you've seen in the last couple of games, uh, you seem to be of the opinion that he is getting back to his best. Correct. I mean, I mean, uh, big prospect. I think Vidya is one of the next big things, as they say in Indian football. Uh, he is coming back from a long injury, but yeah, I think that is the reason that he's not starting a lot of games. He comes as an impact sub, and he tries to change the game. Uh, so, so the two games I've watched, after the substitution, he has changed the game altogether. But the most impressive player has been uh, Robinson. Robinson yeah. is the playmaker. He scored two free kick, identical identical free kicks from the same position, uh, and he's also assisted. So I think the best player has been Robinson. Plus uh, there are a lot of other uh, standard names, including Kalinga, Leon, uh, uh, Myron, the captain, and especially the keeper who's standing in for Shane Khan, uh, Aditya Patra. He's been brilliant. Okay. So, I think overall good job by Coach Musa and his team. Super. Uh, and and uh, Nishit is going to talk about what are the upcoming matches and what the dates are. Yeah, we have uh, some excellent games coming up. Uh, first of all, on uh, 25th, we are playing Languishing FC. Hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, that is... Uh, Lansing. Yeah, so that, that's the same day as our AFC game as well. So, I think it's a great double header. Uh, to see the reserves as well as the senior team. After that, uh, the good scheduling for us is that we are playing two back-to-back weekends. On 29th, we are uh, playing Mohammedan, which is Sunday. So, if uh, old-timers would remember that Mohammedan is a Kolkata team, which was in I-League when we played uh, in our first year. So, it would be great to take them on as uh, our old rivals. And on the uh, on the after that on fifth of May we are playing Chennai reserve team, Ooh. our uh, new rivals so to speak, <laughs> and uh, we convincingly defeated them when we played them in the away game or basically their home. So it's going to, that's all that's on Saturday as well. It would be a great opportunity for us to get together and support the team. And uh, besides all this, you get a uh, bragging rights when see when when Robinson or uh, Myron or Vidyananda, they are inevitably going to make it to the senior team. You can obviously say, ah, I'm seeing that child from the beginning. I won't be so sure about Myron, but uh, yeah, uh, Vidya, yes, most definitely Robinson has a great future. So, there's, there's lots at stake. Uh, do, do you want to make a compelling argument for people to come out and watch I-League second division or no? No, no. If you, if you, if you love football, uh, I think it's, it's a... Uh, it's an, there is no argument needed. I mean, and and most importantly, what you said, BFS, that's something else. You sure. come there and you are in the faces of the players. I mean, you can abuse and they will hear it. You can chant and they will hear it. Uh, it's it's very unlike Kantirama. And also, these are the players who you're gonna chant for in the future. Yes. So practice. Yeah. Uh, also, we have AFC Cup commitments coming up. Uh, uh, how how bullish are you about your chances in AFC Cup now, for now? Uh, I think we have. I mean, we have a perfect start now. Nine points from nine, three games, and uh, it, the next match basically. If you win the next match, we have a home game left too. 
so we have to target one uh, win in one of those two games and you almost through but sure. the biggest problem is only one team goes through here sure. so we have to be a little careful but at the end of the day i think we are in a very comfortable position so we have two away games against uh, maldives and uh, abani yeah. dhaka two foreign and, games and, and then one, one at home one at home on the 2nd of may mm. yes so excellent so uh, that's that's uh, all that we have uh, for you guys uh, in in this episode of fresh of the block mm-hmm. uh, championship edition uh, and <laughs> thanks for joining us i hope the celebrations continue uh, for a long long time uh, but before we sign off uh, once again i'm going to ask all of our uh, co-hosts to quickly uh, share a word with us on john johnson do, do, do you guys want to do a favorite john johnson memory uh quickly before we close this nishit let's go johnson let's go <laughs> <laughs> memories i mean uh, every time i spot johnson at matteo cafe which is <laughs> favorite i know i've forgot to take a picture with him mm. so that will remain <laughs> a regret a regret mm. for no uh, i would say the first goal he scored for the club that was the first ever goal from open play also i think in our history sure Was was it against Rangda? Yeah, Rangda Jeet. Yeah. yeah, first ever open uh, open play goal for us, and yeah. And wherever you go, stay happy, Johnson. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Anu? Alright, I mean, for me, the favorite moment was when uh, he got injured and he came on back with a bandage on his head. Sure. That for me exemplified uh, or showed what Johnson is. That's what he brings to the team. That sure. solidity. That. everything that you all know I still remember uh, before the start of the ISL season we posted on our social media pages welcome to johnson isl yes yeah. yes, so yes. that's it and do we want to talk about johnson's hit that hit the crossbar Oh, yeah. that <laughs> yes. would have been a moment. That would have been what a perfect, yeah, yeah, perfect yeah. send off for for him. Uh, but but that's that's the person he is. He would always just play his game, go home. Uh, you know, never never tried to make a big deal out of anything. I think uh, uh, from from all accounts, it looks like he's going to ATK. And uh, what a player you had, ATK. I don't think you deserve a player like Johnson. <laughs> uh, but uh, take good care of him. That's all we have to say. Yeah. Right and we also have a special message from Sharan who is not on the show today but is a huge John Johnson fan he actually started following BFC because of John Johnson so he insisted that we carry his recorded message so let's hear it We're going to miss you man Jono uh, we've gotten used to you seeing you martial art defense for 5 years uh, your last ditch tackles uh, the pranks you've played on us everything we're just going to miss every bit of it uh It's sad that we couldn't keep you, uh, but we always hope that, and I hope that with every player who was a part of last season, that uh, they'll come back. So never say never, and uh, all the best to you. Hope you find your way back home. All right, uh, that's all we have for now. Uh, we'll see you with the next episode of Fresh of the Block. As always, keep keep the feedback coming, and please do show up for AFC games. Please do show up for second division games. Uh, BFC is much more than just one league or one tournament.